0: This is Patria del Corre, an original play adapted for a podcast, written and directed by Alana Corgan. I'm your host and producer, Sophie Gentle. Patria del Corre is brought to you by 90.5 KCSU. At a beautiful vineyard in Italy, middle-aged Sergio Finucci lives and runs his winery. At his home, Sergio goes about his morning routine, only to be interrupted by the worst possible phone call from his little brother.
1: Salve. Sergio. Gabriele. What can I do for you? You assume that every time I call, I need something. It, it's, it's almost always the case. You think the worst of me. I think the most realistic outcome of you.
0: And good morning to you.
1: Yes. Bonjour, no How are you? I was having such a lovely time. I'm sorry to disturb you. How's business? It's business. There's money... There's workers, there's wine. It's a vineyard, Gabriele. Aren't you going to ask how I am? Do I want to know? Well, I myself am quite good. How invigorating. Emma says hello. Hello, Emma. Anna and Carla are also well. Wonderful. And of course, your boy is thriving. How is Val? Uh, If you must know. Is he still playing tennis? Too bad. He's such a great player. Skinny boy, but arms for days. No one could compare. Yes, he was great at it. Why quit? He says that he doesn't like his teammates anymore. What? Why not? Apparently they suddenly started to pick on him. You know that Valentino has a soft heart. Takes everything personally. I told him that's just how boys are at his age. I see. Poor boy. Don't be soft on him. He's more like me. Val is not a Neanderthal, Gabriele. Well, he's not a middle-aged man with no wife or children. I'll have you know. Can you wait a moment? Fine. Valentino! Mio ragazzo. Let me look at you. Buongiorno, zio. The finest fanucci boy. Look at you. I feel I haven't seen you in years. Can I come in? Si, si. ovviamente entra. I'm sorry I I didn't call. You are welcome anytime, Val. I'll call you back, Gabriele. I've got company. Allora. Call me back immediately. Ciao. Ciao. God, you look great, Val. A little tired, but healthy-looking. Must be the good sea air. Thank you, Uncle. I took the ferry early this morning. Are you hungry? I could make you some breakfast. Actually, some breakfast would be nice. (laughs) Of course. What would you like? I have fruits, breads, some lovely apricot jam. Uh, Would you like a coffee? Fette biscottate, maybe? Whatever is easiest. I'll make us a fresh café latte. And the bread. (laughs) Do you want some help? No, no. You stay where you are, my wandering traveler. All right. How are you? I'm happy to see you. Truly. Made my week. I've been so busy it's hard to call or I, I write know you're and- busy. I-, I understand. I haven't seen you since Christmas. I wish I could visit more. I miss you too. That's sort of why I'm here. Yes, yes. Tell me everything. If I told you something, would you promise not to tell my father? It depends, I suppose. I don't know who else to tell. What is it? Maybe I should wait. Would you rather wait? I think so. Very well. We will wait. We'll talk about anything else. Thanks. Dating anyone? Uncle. Come on, is there anyone that you like? What's her name? There's no one. Not really, I mean. Oh? No one. There's no one, Uncle. Fine. <laughs> I was making wine. Isn't that a personal question, don't you think? Um. I'm only playing, Val. Everything around here is great. That's good. Dad says that you're always working, and that's why you never call. I never call him. I always have time for my nephew. You can call any time, you know. I'm never too busy for you. Grazie. Prego. Now, what else is new with you? School? How's school? It's alright. I'm keeping my grades up. (laughs) Of course you are. I never doubted that you didn't. What's your favorite class? I like my literature class best, I think. Really? We just read Richard II. I I thought it was pretty good. It's good that you like reading. It'll make you interesting. (laughs) Dad doesn't like reading. You see? (laughs) I I guess. How are your sisters? Oh, they're fine. Carla can't wait to finally be a teenager next week. She's inviting her entire class over for a sleepover. Anna seems pretty excited about it, too. Too many girls for you? No, I don't mind when she has her friends over. They painted my nails once. It was nice. They painted your nails? Blue. Carla begged me. (laughs) You're a nice older brother. If I had sisters, I don't think I'd let them paint my nails anything but clear. It was really sloppy. Dad made me take it off. It probably wouldn't have lasted long anyway. Tennis? I don't play anymore. That's what I heard. Did Dad tell you already? He did. He mentioned your teammates making fun of you? It wasn't a big deal. But you quit. It wasn't fun anymore. I didn't want to play if it wasn't fun. I thought you were the best on the team. I was all right. I thought you were great. Thanks. Can I ask you a question, Val, about the other boys? I guess. What were they making fun of you for? They were just being dumb. Dumb enough to make you mad. It was annoying. I was annoyed. Really? Yes, really. What were they being annoying about? It's silly now that I think about it. Val? Well, a bunch of them were talking about a few of the girls in our class. About who was the prettiest, the hottest, the cutest. You know. And I wasn't really paying attention, just stretching. I didn't really care. They each went around and talked about who they would ask out, and one of them asked me. I said, I didn't really care, and they got all riled up and pressed me on. And finally, I said, I don't like any of the girls in school. And they got really agitated. But there's so many, you gotta pick one. Come on, there has to be somebody. It's Senor D'Angelo, isn't it? Stuff like that. And I kept saying, no, I don't like any of the girls. There's nobody. Signora D'Angelo is older than my dad. And on and on. And then one of the boys said, What are you, a fag? Then everybody went quiet and stared at me. I guess I didn't deny it quick enough, because before I knew it, everyone was chanting, Val the fag, Val the fag, over and over until the coach showed up. I quit the next day. Oh my god, did you tell your coach? No, I didn't want to make it a big deal. I was... Sort of embarrassed, too. Well, you know that's not true, right? You're not a fag? What if I was? Regardless, it wouldn't be true. What if I am? Pardon? What if I am a fag? Are you? Is that what you don't want to tell your father? maybe what's wrong val what's wrong why are you getting upset uncle i'm gay oh are are you are you mad no val of course not please don't tell my dad what no never val i wouldn't tell him i don't i don't want him to know You don't have to tell him anything like that yet. And please don't tell my mom. I won't. I promise. Don't tell anyone, please. I won't, Val. It's between us. I won't tell anyone. I mean it. Calm down, Val. I won't tell anyone, I swear it. Okay. Anything else? (sighs) Congratulations. (laughs) Uncle, really? (laughs) I don't know what to tell you. I'm sorry. I ruined your morning. No, of course not. Don't say that. It's not true. Maybe I should go. You can stay. If you like. I have some work to do. The place will practically be yours all day. I don't want to intrude or... No, of course not. You're not. Please, stay. I can stay out of your way. You can do whatever you like. My house is your house. Are you sure? Yes, Val. I'm sure. Okay. Thank you. Grazie mille. Prego mille, Val. Is that a Roman nose I see on your face? I'm a stereotype. I know. And your mother's eyebrows? Perfect for an Italian man. (laughs) Mio ragazzo, dove vale il tempo, no? (laughs) Si, zio, ma non sono più così bambino. That's my boy. You're still the same. I'm not a little boy anymore. Then grow into those skinny limbs. You need to eat more. Yes, uncle. Adora, I've got my work. You know where to find me. See, si, I know. And Val, don't worry too much about everything. I'll try.
2: Buona griot.
1: Bon pomegranule.
2: Is that you, Val? Your uncle said you were visiting for the day.
1: Yeah. It's nice to meet you.
2: Oh, we've met before, when you were very young. Maybe when you were five?
1: I don't remember. I- I'm sorry.
2: Well, I'm Nico Silvestri. I co-manage the vineyard with your uncle, but I live just down the road at my villa.
1: I think I remember you. You had a dog, Alfredo. Of course you
2: remember, Alfredo. I think if your father had let you, he'd be with you back at where...
1: Where do you and your family live? piccolo Choro The island? We take the ferry everywhere to get to the mainland.
2: piccolo Curo. That's right. It's a beautiful place. I thought about moving there a while back. I thought it'd be nice to get away from everything.
1: I mean, yeah. It's nice. I like it there. Not a lot of people, though.
2: That's what I thought, too. And your uncle is my best friend. I don't think I could bear to be that far away from him, especially since we run a business together. And I think he'd be lonely.
1: I think he would be, too. Do you know where he is? He went out into the vineyard, I think. I haven't seen him since this morning.
2: Can I wait with you? Sure. It's so hot. How are you coping?
1: I'm used to the heat. The island gets pretty hot in the middle of the day.
2: I told Gio that he was crazy to want such a tiny, shallow pool on his patio, but look at me now. I think I like this thing better than him.
1: Are you from around the area?
2: I'm actually from Roma, but I met your uncle in Capri. Capri? We used to be sort of beach bums back in our youthful days. Then we started wine tasting. Originally, to make fun of rich drunk people, and now we sell wine to rich drunk people.
1: And you are rich and drunk?
2: We try not to be too
1: drunk. My dad only buys uncle's wine, as long as it's white. Do you like wine? Not yet.
2: Gio taught you to say that, didn't he?
1: When I was nine. I took a sip of his at Easter and told him it was gross. He said that I hadn't developed a palate for it yet.
2: And you probably won't until you're much older.
1: Did you and uncle like wine when you started?
2: Everyone around here likes wine.
1: But... Did you?
2: Your uncle and I were something of classless degenerates at 20-somethings, but don't tell him I said that.
1: And now you run a business with wine and tastings? Well, yes. But as degenerates, you hated wine?
2: We didn't love it. It was just something that was.
1: And you love it now?
2: Not at first. We felt snobbish going to all these tastings and never drank it too much before. And Capri was strictly limoncello, not so much wine country. But then one day we went to a friend's Christmas party and he made the most beautiful crostata. And he had a few bottles from around here and Moscato. It was divine. We drank it with our friends and ate our dessert. It made me and Gio rethink how we saw wine.
1: You went into winery because you ate some great tarts?
2: We wanted people to experience fine wine like we had. To be social and drink it for good times and with good people.
1: It couldn't have been that good.
2: I suppose when you're older, you'll have a revelation of some kind. I don't think so. Maybe not wine, per se, but with something. There's always a taste of something that drags you into itself, and you will say, oh, now that is splendid.
1: Now I remember you. Oh? You were the weird man with the glasses and the morbid fascination with the afterlife. And you definitely said taste a lot.
2: <laughs> that would have been me, yes.
1: But if Uncle likes you, then you seem alright. Are you wearing a ring around your neck?
2: I am. My wife's wedding band. It's pretty. Grazie, Valentino.
1: Did Did you ever wear nail polish? Scusi? I thought I remembered you wearing nail polish. It was the first time I saw an adult man wear it. I don't... Uncle, look who it is.
2: Nico, Amico mio, come stai? Si, si, stavo solo, promocoroturo
1: nippule. Nice boy you got there. Isn't he? Where did you go, Uncle? I went to one of the sellers. Inventory. And? Nothing new, but we have the meeting with...
2: The American Hotel. See, see, I remember.
1: Right. And what brings you here?
2: Do I need a reason to visit? The books are
1: in order? Of course. Everything adds up? Naturally. And you're doing well? I am now. Alora, what can I do for you? I was
2: going to invite you and Valentino over for dinner tonight.
1: I would love to. Val, want to stay a little longer? We can tell your father that you're spending the night. I think I should probably go home. They'll be expecting me home.
2: Are you sure? I'm a great cook.
1: I'm sure. I really need to go. Let me get you some money for the ferry. You're going all the way back to Piccolo Coro? See, it's only two hours. You're crazy, bambino. Here you are. There should be enough to get you there. I'll give you a lift to the docks. Grazie, zio. But I think I'll just take a cab again. I'll get you more euros. That's fine. Shush! And tip. Call me when you get home. I will. Don't worry. Grazie, mille, Uncle. Really. Prego. Mio ragazzo. And let me know if you need anything. I will. Arrivederci. Nice to see you, Signor Silvestri.
2: Figure Figurescuri, Valentino. And you can just call me Nico. It's not so formal.
1: Noted. I mean it, Val. Call me if you need anything. Is he all right? You know how teenagers can be. He has all the angst. Right. Anyway, care for a glass of something? Any white open? Of course. I'll be right back. How have you been? The same.
2: Valentino looks healthy. Skinny boy. Does he eat enough?
1: Apparently so. Is he still playing tennis? He just quit, actually. Realized he didn't like his teammates that much. I don't blame him.
2: Teenage boys are some of the cruelest creatures on earth.
1: Yes, they are. Do you want some Frascati?
2: Lovely. Are the boys being cruel because he's a little queer?
1: Gio, are you alright? I dropped a glass. I'm fine. What did you say?
2: Your nephew. I think he's a bit different from the other boys, in many ways. Why are you telling me this? I mean, what
1: gives you the right to...
2: I don't mean he's gay, but he gives off a different aura than others his age.
1: You don't think he's gay?
2: I didn't say that. Did he say something to you? No, he didn't. But he's so... Poised for his age. He's a lot like you, but a teenager.
1: Oh. I
2: didn't mean to make you uncomfortable or insinuate.
1: No. No, it's fine. You're fine. (sighs) He's great. Right. It's just that age, you know? I know. Don't... Say anything to anyone about it. I don't want rumors.
2: No, of course not. Thank you. I won't say another word about it. I know nothing.
1: Great. Well, I'll pour the wine. Don't drop the bottle. Don't drop the bottle. Don't say such shocking things, Nico. I won't, don't worry. Here we go. Chin-chin.
2: Chin-chin. You look well, Gio. Thank you. I've been well. Veal for dinner? Si. Grazie mille. Prego mille, Gio.
1: And he told you this? Yes. What do you want me to do about it? Did you know? What do you think? That day, he went out. He told you, didn't he? Yes. Why didn't you tell me? It was none of my business. I'm his father. I figured he would tell you. I didn't think that. This is all your fault. Excuse me? This is because you gave him that doll for his birthday. He was five. I was going to give him whatever he wanted for his birthday. And it was a vet Barbie. It wasn't like I gave him tutu Barbie or something. But of course you would know about buying love. I don't buy people's love, Gabriele. But then again, you would know all about that, wouldn't you? This isn't about dad. Then don't make it about him. That was a long time ago. Let me ask you this. Do you feel like you can buy Valentino's love? I know that Val doesn't ask me for money. I don't ask you for money, Sergio. Not anymore. Then pay up. Don't change the subject. I want to know. Did Valentino tell you that he was homosexual? Not in those exact words, but don't give me that look. He just needed to tell someone he was a wreck. So I told him to help himself to my house and have some orange juice and didn't make it a big deal. I just wanted him to feel safe. I don't know why you need to make this such a big deal. You let him think that it was okay for boys to act like this. There's nothing wrong with a boy liking other boys, Gabrielle. Now he's going to be a pervert when he grows up. Oh, come on. I raised a pervert in this household around my daughters. Seriously, Gabriella, is that what you really think? And he told you. And you, his godfather, didn't think to tell me? It was none of my business. Why would you think that I would tell you? Because you're my brother. I expect you to tell me things when something is wrong. Nothing is wrong with him. Non essere cose grosso. Io non sono. Regardless, what do you want from me? He's defective, Sergio. He's not a thing. How could Val be defective? He's sick. Well, which is he? Sick or defective? Both. Oh, my God. But I can fix him. Cure him. There's these places in the South, the mainland, where they take boys like Valentino, and they take care of it. Gabriella, you're an Easter Christmas Catholic. You don't really believe that crap. Easter Christmas? Well, Easter and Christmas Eve, the only two days you and your family go to Mass. That doesn't matter. Sergio, the point is, it isn't natural, but I just need some help. You're seriously asking me for money? Just a little. I gave you over 10,000 euros 18 years ago for medical school, and you really think that I'm going to give you more? Not to mention... I paid you back. You gave me three payments of 200 euros and then stopped. But because I actually care about my family, I didn't ask for more. I understood. I sympathized. Then I'll give you the rest at another point. But I need the loan now. For Valentino! Absolutely not. Sergio, per favore. My e poi mai. Why not? You know why. I'm not helping you ruin my boy. My boy? He's not your boy, Sergio You don't have anyone And no one has you I want what's best for Val Let me decide what's best for him Look at yourself You don't even know where to begin with how to take care of him Oh, shut up Don't talk to me like that You know I'm right Don't hit me Listen to me Why? Because I'm older than you You don't have any children Val likes me better Because you spoil him You give him anything he wants I do not spoil him You're so full of shit Do you know how you make Carla and Anna feel? That they don't matter to their only uncle? Come on, Fratinello Do you? Do you even care about them? I can't relate to them Because you don't try. This isn't about the girls. It never is with you. It's never about family. You only look out for yourself. You sit in your big house on your vineyard and you drink wine and throw money at people and hope that they'll love you back. I want to know why you're sending Valentino away from his home for something that isn't his fault. Because he needs help. He doesn't need help. Because he's my son. Because you're a bigot. Just because I'm not as sensitive as you. You're ridiculous. I can't believe you. You are so hard-hearted. I am realistic. You're an asshole. I'm his father, and you're just his uncle. You made me his godfather. I am responsible for taking care of him in emotional and spiritual crises. This is a crisis for him. Then side with me! No! No, I can't give him away. They'll ruin him. They can help him. No, they won't. Then I don't think that I can allow him to come home. Gabriele. I mean it. I can't have that influence around my daughters. What if he tries something? What if he does something? Fratronello, this is our Valentino. The boy couldn't even play football because he was afraid of hurting the other boys. Before he wanted to experiment with this. So what if he's experimenting? It's harmless. He chose this. He just wants to annoy me and get under my skin and then go running to you. Yes, he chooses to be gay because he thought it would be fun if his father rejected him and sent him away. Well, if you won't give me money for the therapy. Therapy! Then he needs to stay out of my house. Gabriele, come on, be serious. I am serious. I don't want him in my house. Then I have very much doubt that he wants to be in your house. I'm glad of it. You're not joking. No. If he won't go to therapy, then he can't stay here. I don't have any other option for him. What if he stayed with me? What? What if Val stayed with me for a while? Just until things calm down. There's a school in town. It would just be the two of us. I think it would be helpful. You want to take care of him? Yes. Why? Because I have a moral and spiritual obligation to him. That's a first for you. Gabrielle? You really think that you can take care of a teenager? I do, actually. It's Val. Not some degenerate. Degenerate? Old man. You know what I mean. He's not out of control. He's a good boy. Are you serious? You want to take care of a child. A teenager. I am serious. Si, si, fa niente. When can you take him? Now, today. And you mean it? You're going to take him in, just like that? Absolutely. I'll take him. Nothing would make me happier. I'll handle all the details, school, moving, packing, all of it. Fine. Fine. Fine, you can take him, if you think it will help. Thank you. I have a few conditions. (sighs) See? He can't call here. All right. No calls. If I need to, I'll call. And if there's an emergency, you will call me. I don't want the girls to accidentally talk to him. Fine. And I'm not sending you money. Of course not. So there it is. He is now yours. Do as you please. Thank you.
0: On the next episode of Patria del Corre, Valentina moves in with his uncle Sergio, and that transition creates unexpected results and revelations. Patria del Corre is written and directed by Alana Corgan. Assistant Director and Stage Manager, Taylor Baptiste. I'm your host and producer, Sophie Gentle, at 90.5 KCSU, Colorado State University's student-run radio station. Ryan Wilkie Braun plays Sergio Finucci.
1: I'm only playing, Val. Everything around here is great.
0: Ryan Leibold, Valentino Finucci.
1: Dad says that you're always working, and that's why you never call.
0: Adam Isaacs, Nico Silvestri.
1: Piccolo
2: Curo, that's right, beautiful place.
0: James Fagan, Gabriele Finucci.
1: Then I don't think that I can allow him to come home.
0: All actors and writers were part of the Colorado State University Theater Program. Special thanks to producers Cam Warren, Hannah Copeland, Sam Bonifay, and Matt Gusmarati. Stay tuned for the next episode of Patria del Core. For more podcasts, visit kcsufm.com.